guys, welcome back to Establish the Past Podcast, presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Level. Back with me once again, my co-host, Stone Reagan. And we're back here to make our picks for the divisional round in the uh, NFL playoffs. And uh, Dylan, the sound you hear is not only me with a fresh microphone, but also um, the sound of going uh, 6-0 and in the, uh, <laughs> the super wild card round of the playoffs. Uh, but... I suppose, in a sense, uh, you you kind of were there too. You just, as we know, you you like to hedge here on your picks, and well, we may have another one of those coming up here soon. So yeah, I, I might have to keep to that same strategy. I'm a, I'll, you know, I took the regular season crown by seven or eight games, whatever it ended up being. So yeah. you know, I think this is kind of a replaying what happened last year. You you dominated in the postseason. <laughs> I struggled more. So so at the yeah, I'll take uh, wins by a certain team if if it keeps me if I keep picking against them and they keep defying that. That's perfectly fine with me. But yeah, still impressive six and zero oh, almost came back and got you with that cowboy one um obviously the rams cardinals game was never close which i was very pleased with but uh i think this week unlike last week because we kind of talked about on monday there's a lot of blowouts i just with these eight teams i just don't see you know maybe we'll get some uh comfortable wins but i do not see teams winning by 30 40 points uh that might have that might be a thing of the past at this point yeah i don't think so either i think these are going to be Four very good games, and uh, the point spreads, for the most part, will kind of mirror that, except for one, which you and I mm-hmm. have our eye on, and we'll we'll talk about that one here in a second. All right, so we're going to run through these four games, and uh, as we go through them, usually we make our you know game of the week, betting lock, uh, upset, all that kind of stuff. These are kind of going to speak for themselves. I mean, again, how do you really pick the game of the week, right, when it's there's four games. Um, we could probably pick any of these as sort of a, a game of the week uh, mm-hmm. category, which I think there's one to me mm-hmm. that will stand out, and we'll talk about that. I think we'll probably both be on the same page on that one. Um, but as for our betting locks and upsets, uh, we will just kind of bring them up as we get into some of these games uh, because these are going to be really hard <laughs> to figure yeah. out uh, on some of these. But uh, we will start with uh, game number one. That is the Bengals at the Titans. Uh, the Titans are three and a half point favorites in this game here. And, um, you know, this is certainly uh, we're always kind of wary of, for, of the teams that, that sit. Uh, we know how it can be. You get a team that gets hot on wildcard weekend. They've already played. They've got that rhythm. Meanwhile, you've got a team that's kind of been sitting and waiting and, um, you know, itching to get out there. But for the Titans, I think this is a scenario where it worked out very well for them to get Derrick Henry another yeah. week of rest uh, to get him back on the field. And so uh, certainly your expectation is uh, he will be out there and ready to go for this one. But stopping the Bengals will not be an easy task, as we know, uh, given what uh, Joe Burrow and company have been able to do on offense. And, Dylan, that is why uh, this is going to be – well, I mean, this is really my only one. Or actually, no, I have another one. Give one more. Uh, but – one more um but this is going to be my upset of the week because uh i sort of teased it on the last episode i am going to pick the Bengals here to pull off the upset uh against the titans i think again there is something to uh, even though titans are getting derrick henry back i think there's something to a team like the Bengals who have kind of riding this wave of momentum right now and they haven't had to sort of sit back and wait uh meanwhile i know you know for the titans it's a good thing they did to get derrick henry kind of back you know where they need him to be but at the same time, I think the rhythm, uh, you never know how a team responds to that. Uh, and I am just going to pick the Bengals here because I, I just keep thinking about this Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase connection. And oh, I know. 
I mean, I just I wonder how the Titans stop that. Uh, I think it's going to be a challenge. It's it should be a lot of fun. I you know I think about it now just in this moment. I guess these these cities aren't insanely far away from each other. There might be some Bengal no. fans that make that trip through Kentucky down uh, to Tennessee, but yeah, it should be uh, as I kind of talked about on Monday a game that no matter how good these teams were going to be, there was always going to be put in this first window. But it's actually a game I'm super excited about. Obviously with what Joe Burrow and how the Bengals have just become one of the most fun teams to watch and the Titans a team that always seems to step up against the better competition they, they did lose some games on the stretch and have lost to some bad teams this year but they still got the number one seed they, they beat you know they beat the other uh, two teams in the other game uh, in the AFC that are possibly remaining as their AFC title game opponents and I don't know there's there's something about the defensive line for Tennessee that does concern me in a way that the Raiders defensive line did as well but on the flip side I just don't see Cincinnati eating as much up front against Tennessee's front you, you bring Derek Henry back in the mix you even if he's not in the whole time Deontay Foreman's been really solid for Tennessee and I just I think they're going to be ready I don't think they're going to be like that team yeah, you know, maybe as I'm sure you would remember the Titans team I think one year they when they yeah obviously that Ravens game when they yeah. were the number one seed it's just like those kind of performances have happened in the past. A couple, I guess, there's a couple times in Titans history where they lost to the Ravens after a bye. But um, I don't know. I think they're going to come out uh, fired up. I think on offense, you know, if they can put the Bengals behind uh, early and kind of build that lead and force Cincinnati to go into obvious passing situations, they already Joe Burrow gets the ball gets rid of the ball so quick already. His chemistry, like you mentioned with Jamar, is ridiculous. There are certain things that even if you know they're throwing. Um, I'm, I'm sure the Bengals are still going to be fine. But I, I just am concerned with the Cincinnati's defense holding up over the course of a game against the Bengals. Um, I, I think that it's going to be just tough to consistently get off the field with this running attack. Where in the, in the passing game, too, the Bengals, for everything that their defense has improved on this year, they're still ranking, I think, 24th in DVOA against the pass. Uh, we've seen A.J. Brown over the last few weeks of the season just take his game to another level again and I don't know I just uh, I, the Tennessee Titans have, uh, you know a lot has been made about them being you know what, whatever one seed not exactly like the, the best one seed of all time but I this team has just been so tough and so good all year I just at the end of the day as much as I want to give in and I feel the energy I feel the momentum of Joe Burrow and I think again the Bengals are going to be in this in this kind of situation for a long time but you you combine the health thing you have one team getting super healthy you Cincinnati loses a couple guys up front on that offensive line that was already ranking really poorly now they're going to have to go against this Tennessee defensive line I I could just see the Titans pulling away by the end of it I'm going to pick the Titans I just don't I, I think maybe if uh, the Bengals were playing one of uh, maybe the Chiefs even, uh, not to take anything away from the Chiefs, but we see how they matched up with them in that game at the end of the season. I'm curious to see how they do here in Tennessee. Maybe I'll just not all this will sound terrible when Joe Burrow throws five touchdowns, but um, for now I'm just going to hedge a little bit against my that momentum. I, I feel like sometimes we feel like you, you feel all the positive things around one team and then they they get a reality check. Um, and that has happened with Cincinnati this year. They're no by, by no means perfect. After some of their big wins yeah. this year, they go and lose. They, both these teams lost the Jets this season. That tells you <laughs> something. So, But it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, like you said, that's going to point that out. Uh, the Bengals, I think, are five and three away from home. Titans are seven two at home. But uh, when you think about it, both have lost to the Jets. Uh, Bengals lost to the Jets on the road. Titans lost to the Texans at home. Um, so these two have have had their kind of you know sputtering out at times. But um, yep. yeah, I, I'm with you. I think this is going to be a, a lot of fun and 
I'll take a shot at picking the Bengals here uh, in this one to see um, because again, I you know Titans. I, I've seen this scenario play out <laughs> before, but um, I I tend to think that this you know could be a little bit different with this particular team. But we'll see. Um, but I'm going to pick the Bengals here uh, in this one. All right, to our next one, uh, which uh, it's going to be the 49ers at the Packers. The Packers are six point favorites. At Lambeau Field, uh, Dylan knows I like to do my weather report, and uh, we looked it up before we started here, and it's going to be a nice, uh, warm one degree uh, in Green Bay on Saturday nights, and uh, so it looks like the snow may push in before the game, so may not necessarily have to worry about that, but uh, one degree is uh, the expected temperature, and uh, my guess is it probably goes below that, Um, so for the Niners, uh, that will be a bit of an adjustment perhaps, but... Uh, as Dylan pointed out as well, when we were having our discussion before we started recording, Jimmy G is used to the cold. Uh, he played for the Patriots, uh, went to Eastern Illinois, all this other stuff. So maybe not as much of a factor. But, Dylan, I think it is a factor in terms of Jimmy G's play. And um, that's why I lean towards the Packers here. But I'm on the uh, opinion that this is a tricky game for the Packers. I-, I said it you know, in our recent episodes, the reason why I picked the Cowboys, because I just thought that the Niners have the makeup of one of those teams that gets into the playoffs as the very last second mm-hmm. and then has the ability to really get hot and, and make a run here. And I, I still have a feeling that they are that kind of team. They just, they're a very tough team. You talked about Debo Samuel, the impact he can make on a game. Uh, and I just think they have a lot of things going for them. But it's also Aaron <laughs> Rodgers on the other side. And yep. man, it's just, it's hard to pick against the Packers in this scenario. So. My pick is the Packers, but um, I know we don't usually do this. But if you're gonna if you're gonna have a betting lock that doesn't involve an actual you know winner, um, I would take the bet of the 49ers plus six here because I think this is gonna be a pretty close game. I'd be surprised if this is the Packers winning by a touchdown. I just think it's a close game. But yet, yeah, as I said, I have a hard time picking against uh, Aaron Rodgers in this spot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit like a game we're going to get to shortly in terms of at the end of the day, it, these teams are really matched up. And then you look at the quarterbacks, and I know the Niners have done a great job of not making the quarterback be the end-all, be-all uh, with how they've been able to manage the last few seasons. And Jimmy has made some great plays, made just some ridiculous throws at the, the last drive against the Rams just to get into the playoffs. Um, I know a lot was made of his pick against the Cowboys, and as it should be. But I, yeah, I still think that, yeah, at the end, like we just said, at the end of the day, the quarterbacks, it makes a huge difference. Uh, I don't see the up front four for the Niners being able to just eat the same way they and dominate the same way they have against some other opponents against Green Bay. Green Bay's offensive line has only gotten healthier. Um, there's, there's no reason to think that they're not going to be in a really good place in this one to protect air. Not that they don't scheme things open and they've been able to run the ball pretty well too. And um, just overall, I think that the Niners on that side up front, it's just a different team than we look back at when these two teams face each other in the NFC title game just a couple of years ago. I don't think uh, you could look at the Packers and think they're anything similar to that team. I know that team went 13 and three. They, they did a year ago as well. And what, you know, a lot was made of that Packers team in 2019 being a little over its head. I think they've just up front and in the interior of their on both sides have just improved so much and I just don't see them getting dominated the same way that we have um, seen in the past now on the flip side the one big concern at the end of the day and it's the same thing that neutralizes the, the importance of Jimmy is if the Niners can just wreak havoc running the ball against Green Bay this is a Green Bay run defense that has struggled this year, they're 28th in DVOA against the run. That is very concerning. Um, they've defended much better against the pass, but I would say this team has gotten healthier as the, the year has gone on, and especially even over the last couple of weeks. 
uh, you're going to see they're finally kind of like most of their guys up front. Um, still some injuries, but nonetheless, uh, still going to have Kenny Clark in there. Couldn't be more important when you'd see the massive difference to their run defense when he's playing the nose when he's not. Obviously, they've uh, you know probably the best free agent signing maybe of the year in Devondre Campbell, guy basically available to anyone becomes a first team all pro just not something you see all the time which i think will make a big difference to some of the things we've seen with the niners running with debo with those little kind of toss sweeps that are basically a a zone blocking scheme where he can pick his holes but um the confusion that's happening there I, i just think the packers are in a better place and if they do force the niners to come back i just don't see if if the packers get a lead I'm looking at the back end of this defense. You get Jair Alexander coming back, and then you look at that makes Rasul Douglas your third corner with the way that Eric Stokes has played. I, I yeah, it's they're gonna know like no, you know, Brandon Ayuk and Samuel, uh, one of the best duos, uh, and probably the still underrated despite what Debo being a first team uh, All Pro. I still think they're two really tough guys, but I just don't see the passing game for the Niners matching up as well so they're going to have to run early and play the same formula they did against dallas if they're if, if they're going to win they're going to be up early i don't think they're if they fall behind by a couple scores i don't think you see a situation like we saw with the niners and and um, rams i just don't see that probably playing out with the weather and just everything so picking green bay i know they haven't i think they've you know going back even to the the catch part two with terrell owens they've lost three straight playoff games to the Niners. So they're trying to exercise some – or four straight playoff games, including that one, I guess. They're trying to exercise some demons uh, here. So that, that plays a part into it. But a lot of these guys weren't even on those, you know, even it's a lot of good yeah. guys from just two years ago. Um, it should be a good game, and I agree. I wouldn't make it a lock necessarily, but I would – if I'm betting on this, I'm picking the, the, the points for the Niners. I do think by the end of it, it probably ends up being like a four- or five-point game either way um sure uh, you know jimmy g really has a bad day and throws a couple picks and maybe the packers blow this one out but um i don't see the niners necessarily running away from them i I think aaron Rodgers will have something to say and he's i mean he's borderline mvp whether you want him tom i mean pick pick your poison with those two but i mean aaron's playing at a ridiculous level i think this is a game where he finally gets that that 49er uh playoff victory under his belt uh obviously a team that still i'm sure he has a little bitterness that uh, didn't pick him back in 2005 yes uh this will be fun i mean uh you mentioned there's a lot of different you know potential storylines here that could play out and yeah i'm I'm of the opinion this will be a very good game, and so I think that six points is a lot. But, um, yeah, like you said, it's sort of the the Aaron Rodgers uh, effect here. And, well, this next game um, I think is another one that's somewhat similar in terms of why you're picking one team over the other, and that is the Rams at the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are three-point favorites in this game. Um, and, again, it's the do you trust Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford more? <laughs> and, unfortunately, in that scenario, uh, I'm probably picking Tom Brady. I, I, that's that's kind of what I came down to with this one. You know, it was it was a tough call, but I think that as we've always said, and we've said this many times over the years, is until you sort of see Tom Brady in one of these spots lose, it's really hard to pick against him, no matter what the setup, no matter what the situation. And I think that's it here. Um, I you know I you know I, I mean I'm a I've been very high on the Rams all season long. They had that little stretch where they didn't play well, but um i think that they can certainly win this game yeah but i just i feel like this is you know it's tom brady in the playoffs and um it's just it's it's so hard to, to go out and say well i feel so so confident that he's gonna lose this guy i just don't see it 
Um, and so I'm going to lean towards the Bucks here. And I suppose because we have to make a betting lock here somewhere, um, I think this is probably my best choice here, Dylan, is to pick <laughs> the Bucks minus three because, you know, if the Bucks win, you assume it's probably by a field goal or so or more. Um, so I'm going to make this my betting lock, which, again, is a very tough call when you have four games here. But uh, before we get into the next one, I feel confident about my pick on the next one, but I think for this one, this is probably where I need to go for my betting lock because uh, otherwise, as we've said, it's probably normally would be the 49ers plus six, but we don't, we usually pick, you know, we go straight up whoever we're picking one way or the other. That's how we do our betting locks. And so uh, I'm going to, I guess I'll, I'll make the bucks minus three is my, my betting lock for the week. Uh, it's really tough. I'm just trying to think <laughs> if I need to go back to the Titans to make them my lock. Perhaps, I don't feel great perhaps. about that though. Um, I might actually go with the next game just to make it mm, spicy yeah. and get all the disrespect possible to one franchise. But <laughs> um, no, this yeah, this game is going to be, I think, out of, I mean, all the games are great, but you can almost list them at least in terms of, for me, maybe the, the best and the closest uh, in reverse order of when they're happening. I'd say this is probably number two um, in terms of uh, the game that just either team could really, they're so well matched up. This, I mean, you see with the spread, I think if the Rams had been the home team, they might be favored by like a point or something. I mean, it's it's both teams are really well matched up. The Rams have gotten the better of the Bucks the last two seasons. I do think that the defensive scheme that Brandon Staley put into place last year and Raheem Morris has tinkered with and made his own has at times given Tom a little more trouble. He, could, he threw a couple picks at least in the first matchup in 2020 this past year i know with the rams dropped a pick at least i think they also had another one they've they've played up pretty well against uh tampa bay um and i do think that there's a chance yeah if the rams are firing on all cylinders i do think bringing cam Akers back into the mix he looked ridiculously explosive against the cardinals in a way that you know we didn't really see in the niner game he looked like his old self and even worse so i mean he was He's running hard, uh, was catching passes. He, he just brings a different element to the run game. And as we've talked about, Tampa Bay, not the team that they were a year ago against the run. They're ranking 12th in DVOA, but over the second half of the season, they're giving up um, like four and a half yards per carry uh, a lot of games. So I don't know. That, that part does scare me because if the Rams do get into some better situational passing situations for um, Mr. Stafford, I think that does ease them things up for them a good amount. Uh, but it's still at the end of the day, it's Tom Brady. I know that he struggled with this defense at times, but and and you know if Wirfs is able to go, that makes a huge difference. Obviously, Jensen getting back in there. I think if he wasn't playing, and you had to think about the interior of that line dealing with Aaron Donald without one of the best centers in the game, I think that could have changed some things because as traditionally this isn't this isn't anything crazy being able to rush with four guys against tom brady is key to beating him and especially interior pressure and i know that i mean they only i have very different uh, set of weapons and different things that the patriots had in that super bowl a few years ago but they only put up 13 points on the rams for a reason the rams defense had a fantastic game a lot of interior pressure so maybe aaron donald does mess things up i just I uh, I just think the Tampa Bay at, with Tom at the end of the game. If there's one last drive, uh, it's it's just a little more trust in the most important position, and it's and being at home. I do think you know, not that the Rams have the best home field advantage, but still a little bit of a different atmosphere uh, going between Tampa and LA in those stadiums, and what could have been the case if the Rams had taken care of, of business in Week 18. So. Picking the Bucks again, hedging also. Uh, I either get to have the pick right or watch the Rams move on to the NFC title game. So not a bad place to be. Um, 
but I do think it's it's just yeah it's it's one of the best matchups for sure of of the weekend and one that you know in the early in the season uh, when they face each other in week three you know there's a reason people are like this could be a future playoff game NFC title game it's it's kind of like that level of where these franchises expected to be now they're here and it's it's fun to see the this caliber of two teams going off against each other in a game that I know the the Bucks uh, at least from their fan base wants a little revenge in terms of the two times the the Rams have two of the th- uh, Rams a- NFC title game uh, victories came over the Bucks and both of them in really weird scoring games. I think the first one when the Rams made their only Super Bowl when they were in LA uh, the first time uh, they beat the Bucks nine zero and then eleven to six in the uh, the one <laughs> greatest show on turf win. So I think we'll see some yes. more points. I think we'll have a little more exciting uh, Bucks Rams playoff game this time around. I think so too. If it's eleven to six, uh, uh, yeah. You, you, if you predict an eleven to six showdown between these two right now, then I would go play the lottery uh, as quickly as possible because, uh, yeah, that seems highly unlikely with these two. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, I, 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 it's a tough pick, but I, I think again, it, you have to lean towards the Bucks right now just based on what we've seen uh, from them, of course, uh, here recently. All right, to the grand finale here and um i think this is probably our game of the week i think we both agree on that um and it's not much of a surprise the bills at the chiefs the chiefs are one and a half point favorites uh, at arrowhead for this one and uh i mean it doesn't get much better than this this feels like an afc championship game but uh it's not so one of these two teams will not be playing in the afc championship game one will uh, and that makes it even more interesting, I think, uh, when it comes to that other game, the Bengals and the Titans. Um, my guess is whoever wins this game, probably the favorite uh, to get to the Super Bowl, yep. uh, just based on, uh, you know, certainly where what the, the public perception is, even though the Titans are the number one seed in the AFC. But, I mean, this is – look, I think this will be as good as advertised. I think this will be just a, a fantastic game. Um, just, you know, certainly we, we've seen how these games have played out between these two uh, in different scenarios over the past, uh, what, I guess, year now mm-hmm. um, in terms of just how different it's been uh, with these two. But uh, we also know how good the Bills looked uh, earlier this season against the Chiefs yep. in sort of the same setting here. And I think that at least accounts for something. Uh, but the Chiefs uh, will certainly have some revenge on their mind. But I mean, I'm 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 going with the Bills here, Dylan, and we laughed about it beforehand. It's uh, you know I had the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, what I think I, I picked the rematch, didn't I? I picked yep, Chiefs Bucks rematch. Yeah, so um, that was my pick before the season, and we knew that was you know could be unlikely in terms of rematches in the Super Bowl. You don't get many of those, uh, but I'm going against it here because I think the Bills. <laughs> are a team uh, to be reckoned with right now. And um, I think that, you know, uh, again, I go back to the Patriots. I, I don't, I still don't think the Patriots were as good as their record sort of suggested, but it was a pretty dominant performance from the Bills. And we know the Chiefs did the same against the Steelers. So the setup here is really as good as it gets. But there's just something about the Bills that, that I, I really like in this spot. Yeah. We've seen them do it before. I know it's going to be hard to do it again, especially in the fashion they did winning, you know, by 18 points last time. Uh, but, you know, they also have a chip on their shoulder, knowing that they were in a very similar spot last year, not the exact same, but mm-hmm. um, they had the same setup and they couldn't get it done. And so I think that gives them a little bit of uh, more motivation here too, just as the Chiefs will have their own motivations. But I'm picking the Bills. Uh, I don't even know if you call it a yeah, big upset here. It's one and a half point favorite for the Chiefs. Yeah. But um, I, I'm picking the Bills on the road. I think that, that they could pull it off, but uh, I guess we'll see if it can happen. 
Yeah, I mean, they beat, they beat the Patriots last week in dominant fashion, but that Patriots team also was the fourth best team in DVOA in the entire league going into that game, yeah. the fourth best defense, and they still put up that performance. Kansas City's defense has improved, but man, that's the opponent they faced in Pittsburgh. It's not the same at all, but uh, yeah, definitely the game of the week because it feels almost like a Super Bowl in terms of the, the buildup of these two quarterbacks and what these teams expect. It, at least, at least, it does feel like you said an AFC title game. It has that kind of potential and where it almost ended up at um, either whoever wins this game, I would assume is going to be the favorite, no matter if it's in Tennessee or hosting Cincinnati in the AFC title game. Um, yeah, man, I, it's two teams that are both very different. Yeah. Obviously have two of the most explosive athletic quarterbacks in the league. Um, I just, Buffalo's defense is unreal and i do think that the chiefs are still going to put up points i still think they're going to have success they've figured things out over the course of this year but and i I just think buffalo has some more answers than a lot of opponents that kansas city has faced this year i don't think they're going to be able to put up the kind of points they did necessarily against cincinnati just a few weeks ago i think it's a very different matchup against that defense than buffalo's uh they're just one of the most balanced teams in the league there's a reason they're second in total dvoa in the league um they and it's just Man, it's a tough game to pick. I'm gonna just because it's default. I'm gonna make it a lock, um, and not to disrespect the Chiefs, but if the Bills are gonna win, they're probably gonna win by more than a point. Um, so I'm picking the Bills. I'll make this my my cold lock of the week. Um, I'll pick Buffalo to to find a way to cover, but yeah, um, or I mean, obviously win. So they'd already be covering, but um, man, I it's just a game that I can't I'm just so excited for I know that no matter what happens the Rams game I'm gonna have a little residual effect emotionally as a Rams fan going into this one but I'm gonna try my best to just throw that aside because I really do think on all sides like this is gonna this is all this is exactly what you want in a divisional round game um and just legacy legacies on the line in terms of you know Mahomes has only lost in the playoffs to Tom Brady right he's only lost (laughs) whether it be with the Patriots or to um or back when uh, last year with the Bucks, and if he could get to a third straight Super Bowl and possibly win it, the things that that means for his legacy, also Josh Allen and this Bills team, what they're trying to do, trying to break through, kind of crazy. Just an overall from the uh, look at the AFC, the only I think the only team with any Super Bowl titles is the Chiefs with two. Uh, you got the Houston Oilers slash Titans with zero, Bengals zero, Bills zero. So a lot of teams playing for a lot um, of things here, but I think Buffalo. There's just uh, I'm giving into it a little more than I did with Cincinnati because I, I just it's because of the defense. I think they're as sound on that side of the ball as as they can be. And uh, if depending on how you know the way that Josh Allen's played down in that last game, and just uh, I don't know if he if he doesn't have it, obviously this game could flip the other way. But I'm going to pick the Bills in a game that they are even uh, ESPN's Football Power Index does have them as a slight favorite, which is kind of un, unusual for a road team um, that's you know has a worse record even if it's only by a game. But yeah, I mean these these are two of the best teams in the league as we kind of expected all year. Now they're potentially both playing their best football at the right time, which makes it even more exciting for us. And uh, I, I, I am confident that it, I don't think uh, either team – yeah, I don't think we're going to see a, blow, a blowout like we did earlier in the year when these two teams face. I think we'll see more of a, uh, a more exciting finish in this one. But hey, special teams is the one part I will say for the Chiefs have an edge. I mean, the Bills miss a couple extra points there. And overall, I haven't ranked as well there. Kansas City, one of the best special teams, teams in the league. So maybe that could be the difference that ends up uh, ending the Bills and my, my Super Bowl pick, which – 
and it's still alive. So I, unlike you, I'm loyal to my uh, my, my Packers yeah. Buffalo Super Bowl pick, which Football Outsiders says is second likely, second most likely Super Bowl according to their algorithms right now. Your rematch is fourth most likely, so still mm. still could happen. So you're kind of hedging too. You either get the pick right, or your potentially your Super Bowl picks still on track. Well, look, there's two ways this can go here. And by the way, remember too the Chiefs turned it over four times in that game uh, they yeah. played. What was it uh, back in October and. Mm-hmm. There's two ways you can go with this here. So whoever wins this game is just going to roll right along to the Super Bowl, right? Or whoever wins this game, and it's just an absolute, you know, 35, 31, you know, just complete madness. Um, They come out the next week and just, you know, flat against the Titans or the Bengals, and that perhaps gives the Titans or Bengals an edge, and one of them goes to the Super Bowl. So I I tend to think that, again, whoever wins this, I mean, as I said, they're going to be the favorite to get Mm -hmm. to the Super Bowl from the AFC. So... This does feel like an AFC championship game, but as we mentioned, the Titans and Bengals could have something to say about that, uh, but we will see. So there you go. Uh, these are, man, these are four good games, yeah. and I just don't think you could ask for a, a better setup here. Um, I know Cowboys fans would disagree with that, but um, <laughs> I think that still, I mean, as we as we mentioned, you get your top, you know, top seeds pretty much everywhere outside of that uh, with the, the Niners uh, pulling off the upset in that one, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is quite a slate. So it should be fun. And, uh, of course, Dylan, have it all covered over at Clutch Points. Uh, lots of coverage leading into these games, coming out of these games. Uh, let everybody know where they can find all of that. Yeah, you can go to clutchpoints.com to the NFL section there. We'll have betting previews also in the betting section on clutchpoints.com, but they'll also be available in the NFL section. Betting previews for every single one of these games, X factors for every single team, uh, reasons why every team can win uh, from their point of view, predictions for each team, all sorts of stuff. Obviously, all the news coverage covering all the injury news and different. anytime there's a big update on any any major player with their availability and their status changes, we'll be on top of that. You can uh, subscribe to our NFL notifications in the Clutch points app you can also follow all the games in the clutch points app and uh bet uh clutch points in the app to to get some uh, redeemable gifts and things like that if you uh, are more successful than maybe myself down the stretch of these betting locks but uh yeah so plenty of stuff in the clutch points app in the nfl section as well as on the website all things nfl and yeah like you said just can really ask for anything more from what these four matchups look like on paper now we need it to follow through a little more than the wild card super sorry super wild card round in <laughs> Yeah, super wild card round. This is the, uh, we're deeming it the super divisional round uh, here on the podcast because, uh, yeah, this this should be more super than the, the wild card round. So uh, yes. hopefully that's the case. But, yes, yeah, check out everything at Clutch Points. And as always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Search for Establish the Past. And uh, thanks, as always, for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Past podcast.